This was gay back in the day Gay meant happy when way back we didn't know the other way Gay old time, not the kind that we now all have in mind Fred Astaire and Christmas carols, don ye now our gay apparel And then gay, this was gay, we saw gay a different way Stonewall riots, then Miss Bryant had her say Melissa Etheridge, Elton, and don't ask, don't tell When this was gay, this was gay, this was gay Then lots of gay, lots of gay Oh my god, the world is gay This one's gay and that one's gay I think he's gay And they're all gay So much glee we could see A new modern family But it's only just begun And so we hope you'll join the fun And be a gay Be a gay Just say hey Okay, I'm gay Will you turn out if you were not born this way? So sing along and stay on key and get your gay on be a gay. Be a gay. Be a gay. Just be a gay. Or don't. I mean, it's not for everybody. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Happy to see you again. Don't be nervous, don't be rocky, you're a teenage guest of Chucky now. And let me begin by wishing you a beautiful, let's look. Did that voice inside you say, I've heard it all before. It's like deja vu all over again. Monday, July 31st, 2023. How you doing kids, you? All right, jconthewine.com. Sounds like it's going to be a beautiful day in St. Louis today. Ever so slight chance of a stray storm. Don't worry about it today, tonight, and tomorrow. Tomorrow night, you can worry about it because you're talking about heavy rain. And I just have this, uh, you know, I just have this awful image of people being so pissed off by the remainder of the trades that the Cardinals will make today. And trust me, they're going to make some more. By the time you're hearing this, they may have already done it. I'm going to be sitting in front of all of my sources for the entire day today. If the Cardinals do make a trade, you're going to hear about it immediately. I'll put it up on my Facebook page, The Showgram with J.C. Corcoran. Don't forget the duh, The Showgram with J.C. Corcoran. So just watch that. As soon as it happens, I'll let you know. And as I've said, there are no insiders because for all these stations, newspaper, everybody all talking about, we have our Cardinal insider. Let's go to him right now. Did you hear any of the insiders yesterday say they had the details on the Jordan Montgomery and the Jordan Hicks trades? No. Everybody got it at the exact same time. So don't believe this nonsense about you know people saying there are insiders. All I can do is sit there, like I said, I've got multiple sources, including just stuff like uh, you know the MLB channel and the internet and just people that I know at the ballpark. 
and other sports reporters. And of course, you know, Fred Bird. And when something happens, I'll put it up. Arnado is not going to be in the mix. Uh, Mo made that pretty clear yesterday. Although I will tell you that in Philadelphia, I've been looking at this all day yesterday and all this morning. They are absolutely convinced, or at least they're trying to convince other people, that Paul Goldschmidt will be putting on a Philadelphia uniform at the end of the day today. So we'll see. Women's World Cup. Got to like soccer a lot to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and watch this, but that's apparently what some people are going to do. I hope you didn't have to go too long without power from those storms that went through on Saturday. Jeez, there's some pretty serious damage around the area. I did not have a particularly good weekend, and uh, part of the reason why was because people are jumping halfway up my ass on this Beetle Bob thing. Now, if you don't know who he is or who he was, sometimes you'd go to a concert and this guy would jump up on stage and he had a Beetle haircut and was dressed like the Beatles used to dress back in the 60s. And he would get up there and he would dance. And for the overwhelming majority of people, they're like, oh, that's sort of cool. And the Riverfront Times has been, you know, talking about what a wonderful, colorful feature and what excitement he brings to the U-City Loop because, of course, nothing, according to the Riverfront Times, could ever be wrong with the U-City Loop. There's only one problem. All of us in media, and particularly people in public relations, people who control tickets and control access to events like big shows at the Fox and big concerts, because this guy was a professional mooch and a liar. Since I posted this thing, and I'll get to it in just a second. Since I posted this, I've heard from a couple of dozen people who have told me identical stories. Oh, yeah, I used to work at such and such, and he was always in there lying about, oh, I'm the program director of KDHX. I'm the program director of this. I write a column for St. Louis Magazine. None of this was ever true. None of it. He was just a mooch and trying to get into places for free. And in addition to that, he was a thief and i saw that with my own two eyes i'm standing in world news in clayton once and he gets tossed out on his ear because he was always stealing stuff and there were stores all over clayton and U city that didn't even let him in the front door because they knew if they did he'd be doing the five finger discount on something then i found out two different people told me that there are always pieces of things at cicero's showing up missing and they finally traced it to him so you got a guy who's a mooch and a liar and a thief but he dances so he's wonderful it's funny i was watching a few good men over the weekend and it it, it really is the case there are people who can't handle the truth in st louis we build people up because they're sort of unusual and sometimes they don't deserve it and so people who the in entire extent of their knowledge of beetle bob was that maybe they were at a show or two where they saw him dance are not only attacking me they're jumping halfway up my ass screaming at me insulting me because these stooges bought into an image of a guy that never deserved that image and what i do on this show is i tell you what i know popular or unpopular I tell you the way it is. Now, if you don't want to know the way things really are, don't listen to this show. I'm preaching to the choir, though, because those of you who are here now, the overwhelming majority, you figured this out years ago, and you know what I'm doing here. I don't cause anybody any trouble that doesn't cause me trouble first, and this son of a bitch caused us lots of trouble. Oh, JC, he had ALS. 
yeah, that's too bad, and that's a terrible disease, and, and it's a shame, but that's not what my post was about. I even told people, go back and read it. Read what I said. I'm talking about what a dick he was while he was alive, and nothing that I said was untrue. Nothing that I said was not a correct characterization of things that happened. Like I said, after I posted this thing over the weekend, I heard from dozens of people who had identical stories. Don't kill the messenger, Okay. If you don't want to know what's going on, you don't want to know the truth, and you're one of those people who insist on sugarcoating things and, and, and think that everything about St. Louis is just perfect, you're in the wrong place. Go ahead. Go up and down the dial. Listen to what everybody else does. Nobody does what we do here on this show. So support it or it'll go away and you'll be back to these people who have been in town about six months and don't even know who Beetle Bob was. The people who, when it snows, go running around going, who's this Art Hill? He must have something to do with the weather or something. He must be really popular because it's snowing. And everybody said that they're all talking about Art Hill. Who is he? Let's try to get him on the air. Yeah. Welcome to town. Of course, Don Felder opened up for El Monstero, what was it, about three weeks ago, out at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. As a matter of fact, when Randy Meisner died last week, a lot of people were confused that uh, thinking that it was Don Felder. Wasn't he just here? It's like, no, no, that's the other guy. Randy Meisner's the guy from Omaha. Don Felder is the guy who, on this date back in 1980, pretty much was responsible for the Eagles imploding live on stage. Glenn Fry and Don Felder got into it at a small uh, benefit concert for then-Senator Alan Cranston. So the band, you know, so the Eagles are up there trying to raise money for Alan Cranston. It's their guy, Glenn Fry, who was always a little on the touchy side to begin with. He and Don Felder get into it live on stage because Glenn thinks that Don Felder insulted Senator Alan Cranston, while the senator was thanking the band for their support. And Don Felder said something, but Glenn Fry took it the wrong way. And believe it or not, that's pretty much what set the whole thing over the Niagara Falls and into the drink. And that was pretty soon there was no more Eagles for quite a while. So I'm just looking this up real quick now, and it's all coming back to me because now that I see this, it's like, I remember hearing about this. I remember this. So, blah, 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 yeah. It would result in Glenn Fry coming to blows during their show at Long Beach, California on July 31st, 1980. The show wasn't actually part, okay, blah, blah, blah. The senator had spent much of the pre-event meet and greet thanking the band for showing, to which, according to Fry, Don Felder responded with, you're welcome, Senator, I guess. So now the band is back on stage. Felder looks back at Glenn Fry and says, only three more songs to go till I kick your ass, pal. And then Glenn Fry says, great, I can't wait. Keep in mind, this is live on stage, and it was being recorded, by the way. And Fry says, we're out there singing Best of My Love, you know, really, really pretty, beautiful love song, but inside, both of them are thinking, as soon as this is over, I'm going to kill him. Then Felder ended the show by smashing a guitar against the wall backstage, intimidating band members, and then speeding away in his waiting limo. Yeah, it would be 13 years before there would be any more eagles. And then when they came back, they wanted a full-scale reunion. It wouldn't last too long, especially with Fry and Felder in their midst. Felder was fired from the band in 2001. And to add insult to injury, he was replaced on tour with Deacon Fry, Glenn's son. Keep in mind, this is the band that became famous by singing, Take It Easy! 
was in a shopping center over the weekend, and everybody's dressed in pink still. All the kids being taken by grandma, the aunts and uncles, stuff like that. Barbie with another massive $93 million weekend. That's on top of the 155 it had in its opening weekend last week. Oppenheimer also stayed pretty hot, $46.2 million. For some reason, Kanye West's Twitter account has been reinstated. They said to him, now, are you going to post any more anti-Semitic or hateful things? And he said, no, he hasn't posted anything yet. I always wonder about what people make for movies, particularly when they're first starting out. And we've got the story today about Sean William Scott, the guy who played Stifler in the original American Pie movie, was only paid eight grand for all of that work in that movie. $8,000. He was so broke after that, he had to get a job as the churro guy at the L.A. Zoo. Started making money after the movie came out. Both Paul Giamatti and Philip Seymour Hoffman were offered the part of Michael Scott on The Office before... They ended up turning it down, and of course it went to Steve Carell, Louis C.K., Bob Odenkirk, even Rain Wilson read for it too. We had another incident over the weekend where somebody's throwing shit at a performer on stage. This one's a little more involved, though. So Cardi B, singer, you know, hip-hop artist, she's performing on stage, and somebody takes a cup of something. It looked like it was probably water, but it was a full cup and threw it on stage and hit her right in the face and chest. And she got really pissed and took the microphone. <laughs> Just <laughs> She looked like Scott Rowland throwing from third to first on a ground ball. It was unbelievable. She threw the microphone at the guy. They threw him out of the show. But what's interesting is that earlier on she was talking about how hot it was and she wished that somebody would do something to cool her off. Which way is it, Cardi? Which way is it? This uh, continuing saga of Kevin Costner and his estranged wife is just uh, silly over the top. She finally moved out of the house. It's apparently boom time for Hollywood plastic surgeons because the actors and the writers and the actresses, everybody's sort of on strike right now. Nobody's working. I say sort of on strike because the actors can't act if they don't have any lines to read and the lines are written by the writers and the whole thing is broken down but everybody's using the time to get tons of plastic surgery they said shark week did big numbers for the discovery channel and i got <laughs> I was making jokes about this on the radio show this morning at 101.5 in st louis and 101.7 out west we stream at kwolf.com kwulf.com and do that every morning from 5 30 until 10 o'clock and then we crank out the podcast but i was talking about this and people were getting mad but taylor swift did a concert in seattle i guess it was last week and it showed up on the richter scale 2.3 magnitude earthquake that's a lot of fat girls stomping around to shake it off birthdays today ryan from the office bj novak 44 Dean Kane, former Superman, 57. J.K. Rowling, who has all the money, the Harry Potter gal, is 58. Wesley Snipes, 61. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, 65. Gary Lewis, as in Gary Lewis and the Playboys, this diamond ring. And the son of Jerry Lewis, 78. And again, this is disturbing. I hate to even bring this up, but you have the right to know. It's only 32 days left in summer. 32 days left until Labor Day weekend. 
James Taylor to Carol King's You've Got a Friend made it into a number one hit on this date in 1971, 52 years ago. On the old K-Hits morning show with me and the U-Man, Lori Mack, Carl the Intern, Jen Sparks, we used to do a thing called Who Did John, Jen Mack, and JC see? And what it was was, you know, we led reasonably interesting lives during that period and we were always out doing something running into somebody somewhere having a great story so i told everybody on friday make sure that you remember one or two good stories that happened to you over the weekend so we can talk about these on monday morning on the feature and generally everybody did have a good story usually you know we were either somebody was emceeing a show or doing an appearance maybe you uh, were emceeing for a comedy show or a concert or something you know we were always out doing something and always having these encounters with people sometimes famous celebrities and local celebrities a lot of times when i was doing television i was either in los angeles or new york usually doing you know seeing some movie and then doing the interviews so all of these stories were really really good and that was the whole idea of the bit. Who did John, John Mack, and JCC tell us about the exciting life that you had over the weekend? Bring in the story Monday morning. Let's go at it. So somewhere along the line, Channel Force, <laughs> <Channel 4, laughs> this morning show, great day. They sort of ripped that off. The only problem is, instead of having interesting stories, they have stories coming out of Flora, Illinois. And I liked the shot of your backyard then versus two weeks ago when you had the flash flooding and it was a pond in your backyard. And what I didn't want to show, because I don't, you know, privacy and I love my neighbors, but one house over from where I was showing the rainbow, the house directly behind us lost some shingles in the wind and I saw it happen. I could see them flipping up and eventually they just went floop. You can cut the excitement with a knife. The man saw shingles blow off a roof. So it was nasty. I mean, some 70 to 80 mile per hour winds on Saturday. Poor guy's got to live in a barn out in the country in Metro East because he's got like 117 kids. You know what I always say? Nothing like a chubby, oversexed meteorologist. Some people are still without power right now. That's right. Well, today is a special day for me. 11 years ago, Right this minute, I was just beginning my very first day here at KMOV. Here's a young Laura, also with big hair, after her very (laughs) first live shot. And for me, whenever I do get close to any anniversary or milestone, I always get reflective. Mm. It's easy to do when I look at my husband and my son. Took this picture of them yesterday. Without working at Channel 4 here in St. Louis, I would have never met Mark, meaning no little Leo. Did she get married and have a baby or something? You'd think she'd talk about it if that if that happened so as i looked at them yesterday it just made me smile a lot thinking about the last 11 years seems longer go ahead there's leo and charlie they were reunited actually in my hometown of florida this weekend because it was an on-call weekend for mark at the hospital never miss an opportunity to point out that you married a doctor so leo and i went to florida for some pool and family time with my parents we were in the pool when those storms rolled through no lightning but my niece had just said lala will you jump off the board and i'm like i don't really want to get my hair wet (laughs) yeah you wouldn't want to do that for a number of reasons not the least of which is with all of that lacquer from all that hairspray not to mention the dye and makeup you jump into the pool they'd have to drain it but if your niece asks you of course you do so i dove in once and next thing i know 
crazy hailstorm. Oh. Uh, these, it was nuts. I've yeah. never seen anything like how quickly it just all happened. Mm -hmm. I came out of the water yeah. and I said, did someone just throw a ping pong ball oh at me? And my niece goes, what? Yeah, because your niece apparently, everybody else said, why would there be <laughs> there be ping pong balls at the pool? Oh, God, I don't know. I can't write stuff like this. I cannot write stuff like this. The Karens continue to stomp around the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. A neighborhood in New Jersey recently lost its ice cream truck after somebody complained about the music. This was a Mr. Softy truck. And we used to have Mr. Softy in my neighborhood. Well, I didn't know until today there's words to that song, by the way. Anyhow, the Mr. Softy truck is driving. And by the way, in this era of reported cases of erectile dysfunction, you don't want to be known as Mr. Softy, but that's another story. Anyhow, so the Mr. Softy truck is driving around playing the jingle, and this is in Blackwood, New Jersey, near Philadelphia. Somebody else who lives in the neighborhood got on Facebook and said, Mr. Softy has disappeared and been told not to come back to our area because one neighbor called to complain about the music. It's not clear who complained, but the local news heard about it and got in touch with Mr. Softy headquarters. Put that on your tax form every year. Occupation? I work at Mr. Softy headquarters. They say uh, they occasionally get complaints like this. Now, if somebody's blaring the jingle at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, that's one thing, but this was in the middle of the day. And, you know, the Mr. Softy music doesn't play, and they don't have any customers. So that's like part of the deal. And, you know, kids in the neighborhood can breathe a sigh of relief, though, because other neighbors got in touch with the Mr. Softy people to complain about the complainer, and now the truck will return. Now, even going back to when I was a kid, you know, 10, 11 years old, we used to have these... um carnivals neighborhood carnivals that would come in and set up and back then we're talking the 60s they didn't have rules regulations oversight laws or anything else and these people would just show up you know these carnival workers with a no birth records of any kind just showing up and they would set up in your neighborhood on some empty street corner and then the kids would just flock to the place and it was just you know cotton candy and the tilt-a-whirl oftentimes one after another and it just got to the point where i stopped going it was very very exciting for the neighborhood you know you're 10 years old the carnival comes to town that's big stuff that's really big stuff and you would ride your bike and the whole thing but i don't have a stomach for amusement rides i don't know what it is when my daughters were very young that it's just a simple merry-go-round at faust park and I had to like sit down for 20 minutes after I rode that thing with them. My, my stomach just doesn't handle stuff like this. That's why I'm even queasy looking at this story and I'm not even on the ride. Okay. This was in uh, somewhere in New York, a ride called Music Express. Music Express. What you do is you get on this thing and at a very, very high rate of speed, it starts going backwards in big circles backwards in big circles and the ride generally lasts only two or three minutes because otherwise you know people can't take it well something went wrong with music express in new york over the weekend and this thing went out of control and was just going like 100 miles an hour backwards for up to 10 minutes before some maintenance guy they had to go sober him up and he got a hatchet or something and just cut through the line and killed the electricity and the ride finally stopped one guy said it felt like an eternity and trust me i know something about the feeling of going backwards in circles for a long time because i used to work at kmox good morning everybody speaking of which 
That's what you want to do is go to Disney World now, have a brand new, I think I'm making this up, I'm not, a pickle milkshake, though they have an Epcot. Yeah, then get on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Tell me how all that works out. And another Karen, this uh, particular Karen, was a self-described Christian grandmother. We know that because when she was arrested at an Ohio water park last week after she called a child a brat, a fat ass, and then pushed him off a floating toy. This is a Christian grandmother who pushed a kid off a floater. She also gave a fake name to the police. She's only known right now as Christian Grandmother. 72-year-old landlord in Oregon was arrested last week after threatening a tenant with a firearm. Real last name of the landlord, Mr. Death Rage. And earlier this month, Trader Joe's recalled two kinds of its cookies, saying they might have rocks in them. Now they've recalled a falafel, saying it may also contain rocks. And also its unexpected broccoli cheddar soup is more unexpected than you would think, because it turns out it may can. It may contain insects. Sounds like Trader Joe should call Trader Orkin. And I think this is a great idea. Have these sort of hidden security cameras in your home if you're trying to sell your house. Because now you've got people coming through, going through your medicine cabinets and, you know, looking through your drawers and, you know, really getting into a lot of stuff that they shouldn't just because they're looking at possibly purchasing your house. So somebody had a hidden camera. Uh, This was in Canada. And the real estate agent comes in and apparently was thirsty and opened up the client's refrigerator and started drinking milk directly from the carton. And so crazy in the state of Florida that even the animals are nuts. A Florida aquarium is blaming a male manatee's death. Well, here's the story. Manatees in the state of Florida, it's a really, really big deal, even on some of the license plates. And they're an endangered species. And one of the reasons they're endangered is because people hit them with boats And the biggest problem, though, is because of global warming, the ocean's too warm, and down underneath, under the water, the plants that the manatees eat aren't growing because the water's too warm. These things can only grow in cooler water temperatures. So the manatees are swimming around going, where the hell am I lunch? And it's because the, the plants aren't growing because the water is too warm. So the manatees are endangered. I mean, they're in serious trouble. So they have a couple of them in the aquariums. And that's a pretty good gig, by the way. You know, clean water, no predators, and three squares a day. Not a bad gig, right? So the manatee swimming around, everything like that, shows up dead the next day. Like, well, this shouldn't have happened in a controlled environment. What the hell happened? So the press started asking questions. The guy's like, no, 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 we have the right to know. Tell us what happened. Why did the manatee die? And the guy at the aquarium was like, all right, just remember, you asked. And it turns out that the the aquarium is blaming the male manatee's death on intense sex with its own brother. Now, there's a lot going on there, and I'm going to leave it to you to ponder it. The co-founder of the company behind the Titan Submersible wants to put people on Venus. I'm starting to think this guy enjoys killing rich idiots. And a United Airlines pilot had his license suspended after he showed up drunk for a flight. 
He couldn't be reached for comment because he's currently busy piloting a Frontier Airlines flight. And with that, the J.C. Corcoran podcast for Monday, July 31st, 2023 is in the can. We're here every weekday morning right at about 11 o'clock, absolutely free. Spread the word if you're able. You can email me, jc at jconthelon.com, Facebook, the showgram with J.C. Corcoran. Of course, we're on the air every weekday morning on KWOLF, 101.5 in the city, 101.7 west and beyond. We stream at kwulf.com. As I mentioned earlier, trade deadline, 5 o'clock St. Louis time today. I'm going to be just, you know, wired into everything I can wire myself into. And if anything happens, and something will, when it happens, I'll have it on my Facebook page, the showgram with J.C. Corporate, as soon as I can type it in. So that's the deal there. We'll reconvene tomorrow morning. In the meantime, we've beaten this one to death. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. The J.C. Corcoran Podcast.